What's up, everybody, and welcome into the 29th episode of Sports Talk with me, your girl Whitney B. I am so, so, so excited as I always am to be here. We have a great show. Um, so, without further ado, you know, let's get this show started. <laughs> It is the 29th episode of Sports Talk with me, your girl, Whitney B. First, I want to start the show off by thanking um, Matt and Ryan for having me on their show this week. Um, if you guys did not check it out, please um, check it out. Uh, I actually will post a link into my YouTube um, on the YouTube video, guys. So if you have some time to go over to YouTube, um, click that link, uh, check it out. I was on the Lions, um, the Underground UK uh, podcast. We had a lot of fun. We talked a lot of Lions and what we see, I will carry some of that stuff over with uh, with me today. But I do, again, want to thank Ryan and Matt um, for having me on their show this week. They do their shows every Mondays and Thursdays as well, guys. So please, if you have some time and you have some time to check out another sports podcast where they have good sports talk, especially about the Detroit Lions, go ahead and um, subscribe, like and share and do whatever you do to their podcast as well. Um, I'm pumped up this week, guys. Uh, it's the Lions game this weekend in L.A. You got, I've been talking about it since I got the tickets as my anniversary gift. Y'all know I'm ready. I'm, re- I'm ready. I already know the Lions going to take an L. I'm not actually looking forward to uh, – well, actually, in Lions fashion, they probably could pull this game off for some odd reason. Um just because this is how the Lions work, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. This week, though, an exciting news, guys. Basketball kicked off. I was so tired last night. I didn't even uh, check out any of the games, but the Bucks played, the Lakers played. I mean, I believe the Bucks played the um, Nets. And um, it's a lot going on when it comes to the Nets and the whole Kyrie Irving situation. I... Actually, let's start here because COVID-19 is really, it's taking out people in the sports world and it ain't even death. Um, Remember a couple weeks ago, we talked about how Cam Newton was refusing to get vaccinated and he, um, he was cut from the team for the Lake. I'm not the Lakers. He was cut from Miami. I mean, New England. He was cut from the Patriots. They wanted to go ahead and start with the rookie Mac Jones. Actually, it's not doing so bad. Not to say Cam Newton would have been doing so much better. He's not the same Cam Newton he was when he was in Carolina. We know that. We've seen it. Actually, rumor has it that the Lions should pick up Cam. And I'm like, uh, I think we got a better chance with golf. Um, We're going to just go ahead. We don't need somebody else to come in and learn the book. What could Cam Newton possibly bring to the team now? We... We're going to talk. I think we should go ahead and start Blau. Boyle needs to come on. That thumb needs to heal up. Him, them fingers, whatever's, whatever's wrong with Boyle, something. But Cam Newton is not the option. Anywho, well, this week it was like a lot of news that come out. Well, we all know what's going on with Kyrie Irving as well with him missing all the money um, that he's missing. We talked about that in the previous shows as well. He stands to... Um, it's about over $300,000 a game, and now it's a little bit deeper than that. Um, he's still refusing to even – it's it's his vaccination status. He could be vaccinated. 
and just don't want to share his status. Now, who out here really playing with their money, though? You know what I'm saying? So he probably probably isn't, you know, vaccinated because nobody's just missing a dollar. But Kyrie, like, I'm not telling y'all my status. I'm good. I would just, you know, skip it. Miss out on it, which, I mean, I guess you're making a stand. You're standing up for what you believe in. And in his head, he probably like, nobody about to punk me. That's the only thing I can think, because why are we doing this? But he's doing it. This is his his choice, so whatever. Um, So, guys, this week, Washington State football coach Nick Rolovich, I believe I'm saying that correctly. If not, we'll just call him Nick R. But Nick R, he was fired. Nick was refired for, I mean, Nick was fired for refusing to be vaccinated. The state, um, there, it was a mandate there in Washington that all the, all of the, um, all of the state employees had to be vaccinated. So Rolovich, along with, um, four other assistants got the boot. I believe it was just Monday night. It wasn't even that late once the news had really broke, but. It's just so weird because a little bit ago we was like, oh, we should take politics out of sports and blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, is this really political? Because you have, um, I guess they're calling this a global virus, the global pandemic, um, whatever the, the right term is for it, which definitely takes the politics out because I understand it's a health emergency. Um, but it's just still weird. It's weird to me because... We act like we're seeing this play out together, actually. So it's like, okay, well, the president said that, oh, well, we're going to recommend vaccines and blah, 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 but nobody should be forced to get it and X, Y, and Z. And it's like, now you look at it and it's like, people are literally losing their jobs. Um, hospital workers, you know, nurses refusing to be vaccinated and other people in which I was talking to a friend of mine and I was just telling him how, it's like the sympathy, the sympathy level kind of goes up and down for me personally because we work for private companies. You know what I'm saying? So it's like these companies can do whatever they want. If this is what they say do, you got to do it or figure something else out. And it's looking like this is where it's coming to. Like, you know, Washington um, is four and three in the NCAA. What does this mean for the team? You know, um, the defensive coordinator, Jake, uh, Dickert, he will take over as the interim head coach for the team. So he, he's had some time with the team. I actually know. I think he's only been with Washington for a year now. Um, so it's just going to be just odd to see. You know, they lost, like, I believe, um, the other assistant um, coach, special teams coordinator, um, offensive coordinator. They lost a few coordinators already. So they have to move in and, and hire for these positions um, these are college kids, so, you know, is is this, okay, so let's take a step back and let's go back to the, the John Gruden situation because a lot of people tend to think that they took that L to Chicago because of what was stemming on, with John Gruden and the comments and everything and the teams. Their head wasn't in it. Well, what does that mean for them in college? Like, these are guys on the NFL playing level. They're getting paid regardless, whatever. What does that mean for the team, um, on a college level and how do they bounce back from this? And that's, that's just a question. Like, you know, we y'all waited to, you know, you weren't going to get vaccinated. You know, it was a good chance. Well, actually this is the thing he did try for an exemption. I'm not sure about the other four coaches. I would assume that they, 
um, try for an exemption as well. But I do know that Nick did try to get an exemption. Um, he was actually approved for the religious exemption on one um, level. But then when it went up to the next level, I guess the um, his excuses, I'm, I'm going to just call them excuses, guys. Um, you probably know the better term for me. But once you get once you get once you apply for an exemption, you're supposed to have reasons. So we'll call them reasons, not excuses. So I guess on the second level, his reasons for needing the religious exemption did not pan out for the department. And this is where he's at with it. But I just feel like this sucks for the team, you know, a four and three team, um, just, just over 500. I don't know. I, it's just, I don't know. Like this just sucks in sports. Like, you gotta you gotta follow the rules though. If if this is if the company that you're working for, if this is what they say, you know, you know this is not what you want to do. I guess you gotta just move on. Like, but where do you move on to where things will be different? When it comes to Kyrie Irving, I feel the situation with him is just a slightly different because to me he's being selfish. Okay, if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's all fine and dandy. But don't leave the team you know, hanging out. Actually, when it comes to Cam Newton, Cam Newton refused to be vaccinated. And look at him. He wanted to play football so bad. He went and got vaccinated. And now it's looking like who's going to pick him up. Uh, he He's saying that offers is coming, but I mean, I guess not the right offer. You would assume that he may go. I think the problem is he don't want to be a backup because at this point, the only place he can really go and probably start may be Houston, but Houston already has three quarterbacks. Why are they paying Deshaun Watson to be QB number three? Who knows? You're paying him all this money to just sit here because of some fabricated lawsuit at this point. It's still allegations. You know, even though Deshaun Watson said he wanted to settle and all of this, I mean, he probably want to do this just to get his name out the papers and play football. Okay, I got a few massages. I might have did something wrong or whatever. I don't know why he want to settle, whatever. We'll see this, you know, play out more in February after he can be uh, disposed. I want to hear what he has to say in court. I'm sure a lot of people want to hear what he has to say in court, but it still is, is it going to get to that? And in the meantime, this man is sitting on the bench, just collecting a check, I guess, enjoying the game. Hell, we don't know, but what we do know is Cam Newton probably could go there um, and play. I mean, it's a couple of teams with rookies, but I, I mean, we know he's not going back to New England. He probably won't be on the Jags. Um, the Lions don't need him. At the end of the day, you take Cam Newton, you have to also take his salary. Um, and Cam Newton's ego, no no one wants to deal with that ego in their locker room right now. Excuse me. Especially with the controversies just surrounding everything with um, why he's not in the, uh, in the league right now and his COVID status and everything like that. Like, Cam's Newton, his ego is, it's, he be tripping. That's all I'm going to say. I don't think nobody want to pick him up. But I do hope that he makes it in the league um, somewhere. That's just like you thinking about, uh, like, Jared Goff. Who, Jared Goff, nine times out of ten, is skating on thin ice. Because no one really wants to have be a backup, especially with the ego that these men have. But who knows? I think, I think this is weird. I do think this is weird. It's it's weird. Um, it's it's especially I'm 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 I am disappointed in Kyrie Irving's behavior because it's not my um, business. As I said this before in the previous show, I believe it was Sports Talk with Winnie B episode. 
26 or 7, I said this, that it's not our business. You know, you don't have to come out in the media, in the news, and say, oh, I'm vaccinated or I'm unvaccinated. But the least you could do is tell your teammates because these people depend on you. You know what I'm saying? Brooklyn, you know, they they form these super teams and now what? I mean, James Harden, his ego is going to get in the way for sure. KD is really going to have to take the team and put it on his back. Kyrie Irving, he's a diva as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you get them on the team together, um, Blake Griffin, all of them. They all on the team together, but you got a team full of egos. And they and and not one person on the team can do it alone. Maybe Kevin Durant. But at the end of the day, we've seen how this works for KD. I mean, wasn't he with OKC? Then he went over to um the Golden State Warriors, and now he's with the Nets. You know, just building the super teams, just trying to get another ring or whatever. And, you know, hopefully it works for him. Who knows? Um, I'm still going back with Giannis um, when it comes to the East. Um, I think Giannis going to pull it off again. Um, I do. On the, you know, when it comes to the to the Lakers and their super team, I don't even know what to say about it. You know, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Carmelo Anthony, um, what's his name, Russell Westbrook. Okay, <laughs> like – Y'all might as well have a transformer, okay? This is what it seemed like. Just this like transforming basketball team. It's gonna be a, a hell of a team, but that's if they can stay healthy. LeBron is older, Anthony Davis, you can blow on him. His knee gonna hurt. Something's gonna happen. Russell Westbrook is a beast if he can stay healthy. We know Carmelo. I don't know. So basketball season this season, y'all gonna be interesting anyway, just to see how this goes out with the different protocols for COVID and everything like that. I don't know, but in other news, <laughs> Candace Parker is a beast, y'all. I <laughs> Let me just go ahead and give her her clap, her flowers, whatever we could do um, in the podcast world, because this young lady literally has put her blood, sweat, and tears into the WNBA. She has been the um, league MVP a couple of times, um, she won the title back, uh, I believe it was 2016 with the LA Sparks. This young lady, um, signed with her home team, Chicago Sky, um, in 2021 and they are the champions. They came into playoffs as a six seed, six. Yeah. What? You know that. Well, anyway, they, they already count you out when you down that low. Anyway, you got to play all these hard teams being a low seed really just. I don't know. You have to really prove your pull your weight because you play all the tough teams for real. And the Chicago Sky they proved that they wanted to be in it and win it, and they took it all away. Um, Candace actually averaged in the playoffs thirteen points, eight rebounds, four assists. That is really good, and she bought the championship home. I mean, I it would be nice. I don't believe we have a team in Detroit. I don't follow women's. I don't follow basketball that well. Um, it has to be something really, really hype. I've been getting into more of it this season. I mean, this year, these past, the past year, because I wanted to start my podcast and I didn't want to seem so biased. So I'm really, really getting into it. But it would be nice if we had like a Cinderella story like that in Detroit. But which one of our teams is going to pull it off? 
That's the question. I do believe that the Red Wings and the Tigers definitely have a shot this season at um, making playoff runs just from the draft picks and what they're um, doing. Well, the Tigers season is definitely over now, but I'm just saying with the draft and everything for the next season, I think that they'll be great. Um, the Red Wings, they're coming out trying to do their thing, and I think that they have a nice um, playoff run. The Pistons play today. Um, everybody was asking me, too, like, what do you think about K being sick and blah, 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 like in the beginning of, of the season, preseason and stuff. And I'm like, you know, in my opinion, y'all, I did not think he was really sick. I, I think the team just didn't want to play him as preseason. Let's keep him healthy, right? So the Pistons can definitely do it. But, I mean, Cinderella story for who? I mean, K Cunningham, he's not from here. But we all know. And love the Lions. And I don't know. I think what would be Cinderella-esque would be for Dan Campbell. Just, you know, being a former player for the Lions. Even though Dan wasn't on the O. I mean, he was on the O in 16 team, but he did not play. He was on the roster. But he has seen the Lions at its lowest. And it's low-key going back there. I would hate for us to be an 0-17 team. First team in history to go 0-17. Like, who wants it to be the Lions? It's, it's heartbreaking. Before we go to Lions um, talk, though, y'all, let's talk a little bit about my favorite Michigan and Michigan State. Um, Michigan did have their bye week this past week. That's why they're 5-0 and zero. State. They killed it. State played Indiana 20-15. Um, State just going to pull it off. They 6-0. and They number one in the Big Ten East. Um, Michigan is actually number two. I'm so excited for them. Why I'm excited, guys, because on the screen, if you're watching via video, you can see Michigan is number six. State is number nine. Michigan is number six. And state is number nine. I'm going to say that one more time. Michigan is number six. State is number nine. When we started college football this season, y'all, neither one of these teams were ranked. Neither one. I'm so excited to see these Big, t uh, big Ten teams just move around in college football rankings anyway. Um, Ohio State is number five. Um, Ohio State and Michigan were right next to each other. I believe Iowa dropped to number seven after taking their loss this year. Um, I really believe Penn State would have put the whooping on Iowa, to be honest. But once that quarterback came out, I'm like, oh, my God. The backup quarterback was doing his thing, but you can only do so much. Um, but, yes, I'm excited. Michigan and Michigan State play each other next weekend, um, October 30th, at Michigan State in Lansing. And it was announced that this will be a noon game. Now, it was a few things with that for me. I would have thought, okay, at the earliest, it would have been like 3.30, uh, probably 3.34 or whatever. Or a 7.30 game because these are two undefeated teams. This is a rivalry. Why not make it a, a night game? Here the Big Ten go, though. Noon. Now, how are we supposed to get up at 9 o'clock and start drinking? Now, this is something, if young me, college me, college freshman me, you know, all of my college years probably would have been like that. Works for us because we can get up, we can drink early, probably take a good nap, and still have, like, the night. Me in my 30s? Uh-uh. I'm like, damn. 
how do you prepare for breakfast drinking? You got to start with a mimosa, I guess. I don't know. What we going to do? How are we tailgating? To get in this noon game and not be sleepy. <laughs> like, why y'all doing this like that, Big Ten? Because, because what? You know, this is not even fair. But I think Michigan State going to pull it off. I do. I want to boo myself. <laughs> I'm going to just laugh at myself. I'm not going to be myself. <laughs> y'all thought I was really going to boo myself? No. Um. Yes, but I think Michigan State really, I think they're going to pull it off. As much as I've been a fan of Michigan, like, basically my whole life, you know, I've always rode will go blue to the day I die. I bleed amazing blue. I'm just not even going to front, though. When it comes to the all-around players, I believe Kay McNamara is not as good of, as a um, quarterback as Peyton Thorne. I don't think he has that deep ball threat like um, um, Peyton Thorne, Kay McNamara don't, and a weapon. Um, Naylor, <laughs> Michigan don't have a Naylor. You know, well, their version, um, what's his name? Starter R, he out. Um, I can't think of the running back's name right now, but y'all know who I'm talking about, who was out from the first game. <sighs> He gone. You know, they, I, you know, I love corn and I love Haskins, but Walker, Walker is a beast. Like Michigan is going to have to stop. The, well, actually both teams in order for both teams to win is really going to come down to stopping the run because they, that's what they're both dominant in running the ball, running over all of these teams, just making it happen. The strength that Michigan State has over the University of Michigan, though, is Peyton Thorne's arm. Like, that meant. Now, what I do think is that that's J.J. McCarthy. I do think J.J. McCarthy can ha hang, but Harbaugh won't put him in for real. Okay, we'll put him in on some third down close plays, running, you know, whatever they do for J.J., quick little running plays. He ain't barely throwing the ball, but he can boot it. Across the field. I'm so ready to see this true freshman play. Y'all, I, I don't even know why Harbaugh playing with us like that. Because McNamara, okay, he good, but he ain't great. He he definitely not a Peyton Thorne. So hopefully, well, they, they getting ready for Northwestern this week. Because I was going to say, hopefully they playing J.J. for, for Michigan. But, you know, they, they, they're okay. They're getting ready for Northwestern. I believe they're going to pull this off. So I think that both teams will go into this game undefeated at 6-0. But who would have thought, like, who would have thought the beginning of this season that both Michigan and Michigan State would be where they are today? I'm so proud of Mel Tucker, second year, in the, and he's just proven himself. Mel Tucker makes me so uh, scared when I watch him on the sidelines, too. Like, he looked like he's just going to come on the TV and, Ugh. But anyway, let's talk some Lions real fast before we get out of here, guys. Um, I don't even know where to start. The game against Cincinnati was so heartbreaking. It, okay, so let's start here. I thought that after Minnesota and the, the crying and everything, like just a rough spot that the team took in general, I assumed that we was coming out swinging, okay? Um, and then, too, it was like early in the week. 
where Dan Campbell was talking about we gonna dump down the playbook. For what? What are we doing this for, Dan? Like, what is this about? Like, you, if you play football, you this is things that you have to know. Okay, boom. They dumbed down the playbook. So we definitely was like, okay, we we might have this game. It's a home game, crowd control. Cincinnati had came off of that horrible loss to Green Bay last week. Them kickers, um, side note, kickers in the NFL, what's going on? Um, and then two NFL, what's going on? I think I said it last week. I'll say it again. Why is every game seeming to come down to a final seconds kick? Like, this is almost every single game now. I'm like, especially the primetime games, Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night. Like, it's seeming like a lot of these games are coming down to a kick. What is going on? And then some of these kickers suck. Anywho, um, how about when they didn't take that kick? Um, Monday night, the Bills and the Titans. Shout out to Tennessee. That was a good game. Um, but anywho, I I think that we're struggling because of Jerry Goff's confidence. Like, I could say it till I'm blue in the face. Not to say that he was such a, a dynamic player. To start, I believe he was already losing his confidence in L.A. Um, turnover machine, you know, and that's that's really a strong reason why they let him go. But you look at it, um, let's take a step back. Remember when Gronkowski was going to come or was supposedly going to come to the Lions and he was like, nah, I bumped that. I'm about to retire. He left. I think that's what people do. No one wants to play for Detroit because Detroit is not a winning team. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like you want to come over and be that player. Okay, well, I'm going to come over and I'm going to change the narrative and I'm a, we're going to start winning again. Well, it takes more than just you. So, Jared Goff being just basically put out L.A. Like, it wasn't that he was traded. The best, the bigger part of that trade was the draft picks. For the Lions, at least. Even the Rams, when you look at it, like, they literally gave up their draft picks to trade for the quarterback and let Jared Goff go. So, if I was Jared Goff, I would just feel like, damn, you know, I wasn't traded because they really needed me. They needed the draft picks, and this is something that he played knowing every week he he knows these things as he's he's playing and it's like for someone who should be playing for their contracts you know their future his confidence is definitely in a way and it's I'm tired of even watching the games over because when I, I, I I'll watch the Lions games maybe you know two or three times between Sunday and Monday um and when I watch the game over and I see like, open receivers, like, how are you missing this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. And it, one thing, too, that really struck a nerve is why aren't we going with what works for us? You know, what What I saw missing a lot in the Cincinnati game was Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, he's averaging at least four yards a carry. You know what I'm saying? Why aren't we trying to give him the ball? Why were we trying to give the ball to Swift? seeing that they were already um, kind of on on it. You know, it's the end of the game. Now we want to do those short passes to Swift and all of this. Like, we got to do what works for us in the beginning. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of saying we need our fourth quarter team every quarter. And this is this has been a thing for years now. 
The Lions, oh, will make a comeback in the fourth quarter, but where is this shit at the whole game? This this is, I don't know. I said it last week. I, I posed the question to you guys, should Blau start playing? You know, what does that mean for Jerry Goff? Well, when I did the show on Monday, we all came to the consensus, like, what the fuck is the worst that could happen at this point? Like, we're already losing. We, we're we the only team in the NFL with the 0-6 record. We're the one team in the NFL that has not won anything. The Jags won in London. Thank God. That game was so hyped, too. I'm like, oh, my God, and what a win for the Jags, you know, to go away overseas and win. It sucked for the people in the crowd throwing cups and beer and everything. That, I mean, have some class, have some manners. But the win for the Jags, I was very, very happy. And I thought the Lions, okay, the Lions going, mm, nope, 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 nope. And we now we're going into L.A. Team is crushed. What do we do? How do we get this? I I I I personally feel like Dan Campbell needs to be um uh Denzel Washington and remember the Titans. Y'all need three a day practices. Nobody gonna do nothing until we get this. Well, can we have Dan, uh, aka Denzel, come out because I something has got to give. You know, we're going into L.A. They got a lot to prove in this game, too. Not only, you know, the team 5-1, and one, okay, yeah, right? They can put the, you know, put the second stream in. They probably still win, but they're not going to do that. Because why? This is the team that we gave up our draft capital to. So they want to come out. They want to win. They want to prove that the decision that was made on their end was right as well. I'm just being there. I'm going to be happy. Do we see Blau make his move in this game? We should. Why should we? Because Jared Goff needs to play with fire under his ass. He needs to feel like his, his job is on the line. What, how would he feel about that? Who knows? Is he going to care? He should. But the way he playing now, he probably want to be bench shit. Put me on the bench. Like, that's what it seems like. But Jared Goff definitely needs to play with some kind of fire under his ass. Like, oh, my God, I might not start today. Let me do what I got to do. Or, oh, if I get benched and then he's – the last thing we need is for Blau to come out guns blazing and we win a game because that's who else do the fans want to see play the quarterback that's not getting us there or the one that's going to get us the W right. Jared Goff needs to step up. Another big thing from this week, Taylor Decker coming back, Taylor Decker going to move back on the left side or is he going to move to the right side? I personally personally believe they need to just put him on the right side. This this game against L.A. is not the, the game we want to just see. Let's just see how Sewell do. No, hell no. We saw how he did in preseason, and it did not work for him on the right. It'll work for Decker. We, You know what side they need to put Decker on, for real, whichever side Aaron Donald lining up on. Because I don't think Sewell is ready to, to stop him, personally. So Decker needs to always line up with Donald. But in 
and lion, I mean, in team fashion, I think that he should just go ahead and take the right side. You know what? I'm going to just go ahead and go on the right side because, you know, the rookie, he is better on the left side. This is his natural position, um, and he has to learn. And right now, especially against these hard teams, it should not be the time where we're teaching him unless we go on the three-a-day practices. In that case, okay, do whatever because he's going to be in practice. He's going to get it. But what are we doing in practice? Like, are we practicing against cardboard or are we practicing against each other? Because it's looking like they're not doing shit. So it's just a lot. Like the play calling, it's it's just a lot. Like it's it's a lot going on right now that will make you question what's going on, y'all. What I don't know. I think we're gonna see Blau though. I think people are saying nah 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 nah. Nah. We need to see him. We do. Um, the rumors about getting a ride receiver. At first, when I was hearing the rumors, I was like, Shh, they need to. But then when you look at the cap space, we, we really can't afford to let anybody go to get anybody else. And who else is really willing to want to come here and play good? It's seeming like, but this is, and this is not just um, the Lions. Look at these players come over. They're supposed to be good players, and then they end up injured. Blake um, Griffin with the Pistons. Like, what is this about? <laughs> like, seriously, I don't know. So I'm I'm thinking we should just go ahead and, and roll with what we got now. Um, it's looking like we're going to get a high draft pick. Um, anyway, so I do we take a, a quarterback in the first round? Maybe with the Rams pick if 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 they have a good one. Um, but I think we should definitely take a quarterback in this draft. Maybe not in the first round. Maybe in the second or third round if if it's somebody good laying out, laying around there because we're definitely going to need to fill this space. Jared Goff is supposedly to be our quarterback next season, but we can't. We really can't afford to not play him. But we can't afford to keep losing anyway. Like, either, I'm sorry, like, the rebuild makes no sense if we want to continue to put in a quarterback who feels no pressure. And not trying to feel the pressure. If you escape the pocket because you know you're about to get sacked, 10 times out of 10, somebody else is there, and it's like he just don't feel it. I don't know. I don't know, y'all, like. We really about to go 0-17. I don't even want to keep saying that shit. It's making my heart hurt. But what is what else is this about? What is this about? <laughs> like, that should be the name of this show today. Like, Lions. What is this about? I don't... Y'all, as always, please, please, please um, clean me out. I have a few shirts left, um, especially in the black and white um also in the pink and yellow guys so please 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 support the shop mywhitneyb.com forward slash shop that's m-y-w-h-i-t-n-e-y-b.com forward slash shop and as always check us out under the rocky road productions umbrella where broadcast media is glamorous <laughs> so go over to rockyroadmedia.com r-o-c-k-y-r-o-a-d-m-e-d-i-a.com check out shade and shenanigans Love and Success, and Vitamin D. Catch up on all of the shows under the um, umbrella. This week, we have Love and Success. Um, she says she's going to shake the cast up a little bit, guys. So, please, at 4 p.m., head over to Facebook, um, Rocky Road Productions, LLC, on the Facebook group. 
Um, and check them out. And immediately following is Vitamin D, Black Corey, um, Tone. Sometimes they have Black Cat. I'm not sure if she's going to be a um, permanent um, co-host on the show yet. But for now, yes, please check out Black Corey, um, GP, and Black Tone. They are funny. They are live. And they are doing it. I always, always, always want to shout out the youth. Um, GP is doing his thing with the Southfield Falcons, the 12 and under team. Guys, please, if you are available, look up their schedule, follow them, and see your sons. If you got some kids and you're in the Michigan area, I hope y'all doing AAU, especially in the Detroit, the metro Detroit area. Get your kids out there and call me because I love watching these kids. I make signs and everything. So please, please, please get your kids active in sports. Have your sons play football, your daughters cheer. We love it. I love to see y'all out there. And meet everyone. Um, tonight is uh, Tuesday. This week we have Thursday night. I mean, I'm sorry. Tonight is Wednesday. The Pistons is playing tonight, the Detroit Pistons. So, guys, enjoy the game. I do have a couple of friends that's going to go down there. So, I'm sure it's going to be hype. Opening game. It should be fun. And Thursday night football, the Broncos versus the Browns. The Browns is coming off a horrible, horrible loss. We did not know that they would take. So it's going to be a home game. It should be good. I'm actually, the one thing I love about the Browns more, not necessarily the team, it's those Baker Mayfield uh, progressive commercials. I love the at-home commercials. The one that they just did with the Halloween where you put them nachos and chips in them kids' bags sent me. So enjoy sports for the week, guys. Um, Thank you for listening to me rant. Um, as always about these lions, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the feedback that I have been getting, um, everything like that. So let's keep this going. Y'all episode 29. I'm excited and we out.